Morgan And I recently had my heart broken Broken! So I did what any logical person would do What did you do? I made a podcast about it Why? Because no matter who you are or where you're from When you get dumped, everybody's talking about it Are they, bitch? Famously dumped Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Famously Dumped, the show where we talk exclusively about getting dumped, about breakups that we did not choose. It's so great to have you guys back. As always, I'm your host, Morgan Miller, and we're going to be checking in with me, my emotions, and how I'm feeling today. And today, I am feeling pretty good, which is actually a solid win for me today. Um, During these crazy times, I've decided to pick up a hundred hobbies. So I'm doing pretty good. Check out my Instagram if you want to see what those hobbies are. I know I'm a little mysterious today. Um, I'm also really good because my guest today is one of my oldest friends in the comedy scene. I've known him for, I don't know, it feels like 30 years, but it probably hasn't been that long. Um, my guest is Pat Regan. Ugh, he is a stand-up comedian. Uh, he can be seen on Comedy Central. He also co-hosts the podcast Seek Treatment. And guys, Pat's on Cameo. So if you like this and you like him, you can go over there. You can get him on Cameo and you can get a personalized message from him. I don't know how much he costs. It's probably not that expensive, but I don't know. We'll, uh, we'll ask him when that happens. Um, all right, cool. So let's do this. I mean, come on. I want to see Pat. Let's bring him in. Hi. Hello. Hello. As, you as you said that, I was like, wait, I looked at my cameo really quick and um, one failed to upload, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> that is okay. It's something that's that was okay. going to happen. That's, that's what it is. That's um, what it is. How are you? I'm well, you know, I woke up at about 11.50 my time. Now it is almost three my time. And I'm just being confronted, uh, which is, you know, I do a podcast and I see I see myself on that as well, but this must be higher depth or something. So I'm seeing myself in a new light and not a super positive one, but that's okay. I'm currently in my same-sex sexual partner's subletted apartment. Um, and I'm doing well. This is like a day where... Um, this is a day where it could go either way. We love that you have a same-sex partner and <laughs> you guys are doing that. Like, congratulations. Thanks for coming Thank up and, jumped and talking about how you're in a relationship. It's really, really nice. Um, but no, we're excited. I'm so glad that you're on the show. You got to get those cookies made. But it's like you have a partner that wants to make you cookies. So, bitch, I don't want to talk about it with you. I know. Um, but, I know. Uh, Let's. I want to get to this. I want to get to the to the dump to the dumping, if you will. Yes. Um, so we're gonna start off. So we don't use the um, like our ex's names because I don't like to bash them, and it's not like a bashing podcast. And I don't. You know, I expect and you know, I want it to be anonymous and all that. So we're gonna pick an alias for your ex. You are famously gay. Just like I'm famously you. gay, but my yeah. ex. I'll talk yes. about it is opposite sex. Your ex is opposite sex. Okay, so we're gonna, Brandon, pull up the slide. We're gonna help you pick an alias. So these are the top, oh top, my 10, God. top 10 baby names of 2019 to help you pick an alias for your 
ex-girlfriend, although now you are, how do you identify? Do you want to, or do you not? I, oh, I'm gay. I'm gay. Great. Me too. I love that for us. And I don't have a shred of bi in me. <laughs> me neither. I'm a Kinsey 8,000. <laughs> me too, but we've both had sex with the opposite sex, right? I know. And that's what's beautiful about us. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think of these names, it's funny because I think that the one that really says to me this girl would be this name. Mm -hmm. What I'll say is it's between Aurora and Vivian. Okay. And I think that it's, I think I'm going to go with um, Aurora. Aurora? You know, that's kind of hard for me to say. So maybe I'll say Vivian. I'm going to say Vivian. <laughs> okay. So Vivian, Vivian is your ex-girlfriend's name for this pad podcast, for this show. Mm -hmm. um, cool. You can take that side away, Brandon. Thank you so much. Okay, Vivian is uh, who we're going to be talking about. Now, before we start and really dive into it, we do a little segment that is called Dump Stats. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Okay, that song is, I did that, that is an original because we don't have rights to music. So that is an original song that I wrote. And this is your baseball card. So have you ever oh had God. a baseball card made about you? Never in my life. And here we are. And that's why you're on a lesbian's, you know, show because, then we, you know, we do sports stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so Vivian, so this is your ex-girlfriend. So we're just going to do like quick stats about this. So for Vivian, um, well, just in general, how many times have you been dumped in general? One. Just one. It's just this one. Okay. I've only been in one relationship before my current one, so... Okay, so have you? So you've never dumped someone? I've never dumped someone. Never dumped someone. This is your second relationship. Well, yes, unless um, in high school, I was like, date, I dated a girl for four months in high school, and I did dump her. Okay, but, but I don't know if that really counts. I mean, do you want it to count? I don't want it to count. Then it doesn't count. Okay. Good. Okay. Good. <laughs> Why don't you want it to count? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I just don't identify as someone who's dumped someone. It doesn't, that doesn't accurately reflect my experience. I don't feel. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Why do you think because dumping someone is mean? What's your kind no, of thing? I just think that dumping someone is work. I think it's like labor. And I think that we were not in an emotional state where it was like, I didn't feel those feelings of like, oh no, I have to hurt someone very badly. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I did not feel that at all. It wasn't laborious. No, not at all. Got it. Okay, that makes sense. For Vivian, how long ago did this happen? This happened uh, about 10 years ago now. Wow. Okay, probably, so nine and a half, probably nine and a half years ago. Nine and a half years ago. Great. And um, how old were you when it happened? 21. Wow. Yeah. A little young spring chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you were 21. How long were you and Vivian together? Like 10 months. 10 months? Okay, almost a year. That's a pretty solid relationship. Yeah, you know, I, I never realized it had been that long. We had been friends for a very long time before it. 10 months. Okay, great. And um, uh, how are you feeling about this breakup right now? It's funny. Um, you know, it's funny because I did. I came out not until I was 25. So it's it feels like such a different lifetime. I know, me too. We're like the same. It's crazy. Yeah. And our breakup was strange because, you know, we were both on the cross-country team. So we had all the same friends. And <laughs> she kind of disappeared from us like then. And so we now she, she lives in Chicago now, but she has like a kind of rich husband and they have a second home in Florida and no one sees 
her very much. We reconnected like 18 months ago over the phone and now every once in a while we'll text back and forth, but it's very, it's like talking to a stranger kind of. Yeah. Um, so I think what I feel about the breakup is regretful that I, you know, when you break up, when someone breaks up with you, you kind of want to like win. You want to make them like it sucks when you're gay because you're like ultimately this was the right decision for you but i need you to feel like it was a bad decision for you yeah and so, that's how all gay people feel <laughs> and um so i i feel like i kind of um really cut her out in a way that was ultimately i think made her feel like alienated from our whole friend group and i think that just stuff she's gone through in the last 10 years she could have like used some of her college friends so i wish i almost every single day i look back at myself younger and i wish i was like just a little bit nicer i was a very kind of um callous and maybe mean person um growing well, up. yeah i mean what are you gonna do yeah you were just you were surviving we know that uh-huh Surviving. Okay, great. So, like, so some regrets. You wish you'd handled the breakup differently, but right now you guys are kind of connected and things seem like she's a stranger, but like, okay. Yeah. And then our last uh, quick dump stab is when this happened, did you go full psycho? No. No. Not at this point. Not from that. Yeah. Um, I um, I was in a weird space. I gained a lot of weight my senior year of college because I was injured, and um, I. I felt psycho because of that. I felt mm-hmm. psycho because, you know, it, it. You know, maybe I did go a little psycho, but I, no more than I already was going. Like I already was like into amphetamines, and I already, for me, the breakup represented so much more. It was like, I figured you. It was like the whole time. It was like I'm lying to you. I'm trying to pass as this like man that I I know that I cannot ever be. But I, it's so important to me to to fool everyone into thinking I am that. You're by breaking up with me. You kind of are like. It, it feels to me more not not like you saying this isn't working out. It feels like you're saying you are not a man. You're not fooling anyone. You know what I mean? And that was, I think she was very surprised later on when it came out. Yeah. So it was different in college. And I remember when we reconnected, she said that when one of our mutual friends told her she cried, not because she was, not because of anything other than the fact that she, it made her realize how, how far apart we'd grown and how like not in my life she was. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, But you I think. When you came out? When I came out, but I think she didn't find out till like a couple years later when one of our mutual friends told me. She was very out of the group, kind of. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's so hard. Oh, God, I relate so hard. Just like trying so desperately and being like, if this person breaks up with me, that's like outing me. In a fucking yeah. I, yeah. And I just felt like spiteful. And, you know, I really hadn't treated her very well. My senior year of college was like, I was always really, I was always really drunk. It didn't feel strange because it was college, but but I guess I was always drunker than everyone else. And I also was like very into Adderall at that time. I was always disappearing for like 10 days at a time, yeah. not answering any texts and she avoided like that. And I couldn't figure out why. And, I, and ultimately I remember her thing that she said, she was like, I deserve better than this. And I remember kind of twisting those words to other people and yeah. being like, she said she's better than me actually. And like, and yeah. then, she said that that's so mean i was like yeah i don't know what possessed her to say that but she said i'm better than you (laughs) (laughs) so kind of you went psycho a little bit yeah yeah i guess i did go kind of psycho but that when i look back at that time it doesn't feel that doesn't feel like of all the things that made me psycho that doesn't feel like one of them but more of i reacted to it in the way because i was already psycho you know what i mean yeah yeah it like pushed you a little bit further it was like kind of one of those many straws that was like 
breaking the camel's back. Yeah. Yeah. I get you on that. Okay, cool. Well, those are our stats. Just to like recap, you've been dumped one time. You've never dumped someone. With Vivian, you guys were together. Not, uh, oh, no, this happened nine and a half years ago. You were 21, just a young 21-year-old. We were both straight. We were both mm -hmm. drinking and drugging like you <laughs> wouldn't imagine. <laughs> same, same, same. I was dating a man, all the good stuff. Um, great. And you guys were together 10 months, which is like a pretty a good amount of time. And you went like semi-psycho. We'll say you went semi-psycho. Yeah. Yeah. Because, and more so for mother stuff. But I went full psycho in general, but I would say I would allot a portion of it to the breakup. Great. Okay, cool. All right, fantastic. So those are the dump stats. So we've got it all covered. So let's just like get into it really quick. Like how did you guys meet and how was it in the beginning? How was the relationship? So essentially like I went to the school in Baltimore to run cross country and track. And I, the first, um, the first, I came in in very, very good shape, and I got injured the first season. And my, I, I, a guy who, who turned out to be ended up being like my best friend in college got injured as well, and this girl did. This girl um fell off of a bridge her first race. It wasn't a tall bridge, it was a short <laughs> bridge, and um she fell off of it. And so Ow. I don't know, but if it truly affected like the rest of college. Like, we joked that this girl Maureen pushed her off because there was this other, she was one of the best freshman girls and this other girl, this psychotic girl named Mo was like another freshman girl who was also very fast. She was so crazy and they were like together and then only only the other girl came out and the, and the, and Vivian had fallen off the bridge. It was a little footbridge on the cross country course, but like literally like she was like never the same for the rest of college. She like could never like, every three months she got like a back injury and she was like, yeah, it's just still from that bridge. And so the bridge was like a huge part of college for me, that one bridge. Anyways, oh she got a sort of, right? Right. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. So the three of us, me, my friend and her would all aqua jog together or we would like cross train at the, um, we'd cross train during practice because we couldn't run. And so some of that was aqua jogging, which is like, you're literally just like running in the water for like 90 minutes and like, you just talk a lot. So we just like really became tight. Then in sophomore year, like we all lived on the same floor. Like every sophomore and junior on the team lived on the same floor of a dorm. And it was like a psycho year. Mm -hmm. And we were just like very good friends, like would like lie in bed together and like read. And um, she would, she like made this big dinner for my birthday. And um, when we were just so close, I remember talking to her and just having long effortless conversations and feeling like very good friends. And it feels I, very gay to me. I, I, I know, but it, believe you me, I know like a gay, um, I, I hope I can say this, a gay fag hag relationship. Like I'm well versed in that. I identify as like a leading uh, expert on that subject. And I had so many of those in college and this was different. Like she's not a gay yeah. girl really. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. our other friend Courtney, like um, she is someone who really, we would like giggle, watch stupid MTV shows, like be whatever. And Courtney, yes. Courtney and Vivian were rivals and they, and, and they would never admit it, but they still are to this day. I mean, the drama of the cross country thing. <laughs> yeah. And, um, so Courtney was more like fag haggy and then there was something different about Vivian. Just, I don't know what it is. Just, it wasn't that energy of like, oh, you're a girl, I'm gay. This is like the funnest thing. It wasn't that. It was more of this kind of like slow paced, like, um, like deeper like deep connection um and she, and she was a i will say she was gorgeous and I, I was like if 
I was like physically attracted to her on some level, even though I'm like in the 8,000. But I started to get, you know, I already had all these insecurities about, like I looked very young when I was in college. I, um, and I was gay secretly and I already felt so emasculated for some reason, especially in that relationship. And then she was like hooking up with all these older guys who were then my friends. And I started developing this anger towards her. We ended up having sex and it was my first time having sex in um, my friend's brother's room on the floor. Okay. And uh, I forget like what the deal was. Like, I don't know if we had a condom or what was going on. It would have been unlike me to have a condom at that point. Cause it wasn't something I was always like, I better be ready to have sex at any second. Uh, did, so, Viv, did Viv have a condom maybe? M- maybe. Wait, what's so funny. Maybe Viv had a condom combo but what's so funny is that my friend's mom's name is Viv and and she it was her house so it was like very much like is Viv gonna hear us I forgot that anyways we had sex and then it kind of went back to normal when we went back to school for junior year and then she went abroad oh no she was hooking up with this freshman that I and I got so angry I need a family fucking tree I know it's just the thing is the thing is this is what happens it's all a team cross country is a very much like co-ed sport and then like the boys are on a team and the girls are on a team but often there's the same coaches you're at the same practices and it's very much like an incestuous family yeah. and every year in college like this new batch of freshmen come in and it's kind of this like meat market and like um people just hook up and like um like i hooked up with a freshman every year of college and that's important to say a girl and um i mean i'm not surprised and so anyways i got really mad at her because she was like hooking up with this freshman it was like so annoying to me and then she went abroad she went abroad and then second semester junior year we came back for senior year and i forget where we were coming back from we were at my dorm we were like about to go in and we just started like making out at the door and then we like went in and had sex and then we were kind of like dating for the rest of senior year and that's kind of how it started wow okay so like a big history and then you guys sex solidified it the second sex yeah and you went on okay good so then it seems like it was like then not many hiccups for the rest of the 10 like months were you guys like pretty solid back to like tight friends and then but having sex no already you know i am sure i changed a lot Mm -hmm. um and um okay and then i'm um, like uh and i um i changed i i was scared of her that i didn't i immediately felt anxiety that i didn't realize was about my sexuality I immediately like never really wanted to see her and like oh same and i i blacked out drunk a lot i know i know at one point i spit beer in her face out of the bar like <laughs> for no reason like um like that's the thing she was talking about when she was like i deserve better than this and i was like you literally don't like, like i was a monster I, and i changed very much she was no longer my friend she was this kind of scary thing that i had to like live up to something to fill yeah. and i then like kind of shut her out and it was yeah. kind of a constant like what's going on like this should we should be really connecting and we're not anymore you know yeah yeah so then okay so she dumped you how that happened what happened what did what'd you do and then also were you did you then spiral even more like how did you handle a breakup what happened and then how did you handle it well it was the summer after college and i was living at home and i'm working at a summer camp and um i visited her once in new jersey and then uh i, I forget what like it was so, I, I she called me and broke up with me and I forgot, like, I think she had said she was going to break up with me, like, one time, like, a month prior. And, like, we had, t- t- then we didn't break up, even though I think part of me really wanted that. Mm-hmm. And, and um, and she broke up. I felt angry. I felt betrayed her. I felt, like, 
inse just insecure about who I was as a person. Yeah. Um, and then it's hard to say like what happened next because then I was like living with my family for the next year essentially, or the next eight months until I got a job. And so my life was kind of like stupid. Like I coached track at this high school and like I um, would see my friends in college sometimes. She worked at this like, <laughs> this is insane. She worked at this like big finance, financial firm mm -hmm. um, called Credit Suisse, if you know it. And I've heard, yeah. She was like an executive assistant or something like that. Wasn't she, she was like a psych major. It was kind of like, what are you doing? But again, she's like gorgeous. So it really did feel like she is kind of like New York hot receptionist that like a place. Yes. And something happened, something happened in that place where she sent some email she wasn't supposed to send that somehow was like illegal. And she, um, she got like fired and was like, there was gonna like, there was like, a it was like scary. Like it, everyone was like, wait, is she gonna get like deported? Even though, I mean, everyone's like, what's going on? She wasn't, she was a citizen. I don't know what, she <laughs> just sent some email she wasn't supposed to send and like the SEC or whatever was like mad. And so she got fired from that job, but she met this guy while he, she was there and he was like an older guy. and. And so I didn't see them very much, but I remember one of our friends had a um, St. Patrick's Day party in 2011. It was the day before I was racing the New York City half marathon. Okay. And I went there and I had seen her for the first time in a long time. And I didn't realize say hi. I was kind of like, we don't talk. And I did not want to meet this guy, her her like new boyfriend. And I specifically remember not meeting him. I, like six years later, I would meet him and he would act like we'd already met. And I would be like, no, we didn't. And he would be like, Yes, we did in 2011 at that St. Patrick's Day party. And I was like, I know we did that. Anyways, I just was kind of like mean and like standoffish there. Yeah, for like after that. But I mean, so did like this breakup seems like it wasn't like hugely pivotal, but in a way kind of like it, it catapulted you into maybe like being not as good a person as you wanted to be like yeah. drinking and drugging and like kind of falling into that which i relate to immensely and like i was dating guys and we were trying to make it fit and it like wasn't fitting and i would just be like you're sexually we're not we're sexually not compatible like that was a thing i should say yeah um, but I, yeah but i just um i just like i feel like do you feel like you learned a lot from this relationship? Like, is there like overall advice that you would give to someone who like goes through a relationship, especially someone who's like figuring out their sexuality, maybe dating a partner that they don't think is the partner or they don't know. Yeah. For someone who gets broken up with by that and like what to do in that situation. Cause I know for us, it was like, we had coping mechanisms that like, ugh, I wish we could have like, done other stuff but do you yeah. have advice like what did you learn from it Whoa, hold on one second hi before we get to the overall advice my name is morgan miller you've just been watching me this whole time i'm the host of famously dumped and i've got a couple of things i gotta tell you before we finish up the episode one we have an email account famously dumped at gmail.com where you can email me maybe you have comments questions for our guests questions for me maybe you have advice for our listeners or maybe you have a story about getting dumped that you want to tell me about so please email me there i'd love to hear from you and we'll put it on the podcast two you can donate to the show which is great how can you donate at our venmo which is famously underscore dumped or you can go on over to my patreon account which is patreon 
patreon.com backslash morganmiller1717 over on my patreon will live bonus episodes uncut episodes and other comedy material that i'm coming out with that will strictly be on patreon okay so head on over there and finally don't forget to follow me on social media yes i'm doing a social media plug come on it's 2021 let's get to it my social media is morganmiller17 across the board and also i'm on tiktok yes i'm in my 30s i have tiktok I kind of blew up over there. So go check me out. That's Morgan Miller Talks, T-O-K-S. And that's about it. You guys, let's get back to the episode. Enough for me. Bring us on back. You know, at the time, I don't think I learned anything from it. I wasn't the kind of person that would like be very, um, that would look inward. I think I think in retrospect, I learned that when I feel angry to like check in with myself, is it just that my ego is hurt and I'm being right? Have I, I mean, look at my, a part of it like if I, I did not when I was 21 be like oh I spit beer in this woman's face I've been cruel to her for 10 months I've been like a terrible person to her and now I'm like offended that she breaks you know what I mean like I would I think now looking back at that I could be like and then it also came back in this meaningful way when I was in LA and her brother passed away and like her brother was someone who was in and out of rehab a lot and since I've known her for 10 years and you never knew how he was doing and he was two years younger than us and then he I hadn't heard anything about her in a while and then he, he died. And I remember being like, I was like her best friend in college and now she has no, co- like, it doesn't seem like she has very many friends. Like she's kind of this like stay at home wife that they don't have kids or anything. And um, to this guy that in my opinion seems from my very limited experience, like controlling. Mm-hmm. And I was like, because I was like that, now she doesn't have like that friendship that should have been there. You know what I mean? So I think I just learned to like chill the fuck out. And like, if you're feeling very angry and upset, like, Maybe just check in with yourself about like if you've really been wronged and um and don't like be so don't be so quick to cut people out of your lives. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can't believe you spit beer in someone's face, especially a woman's. I don't remember it. I know. Very desperate housewives of you. Yeah. Um, or real housewives, whatever. But it's very like dramatic, and I don't think most men would do that. I mean, maybe that was a first sign of you being gay, which like, <laughs> spitting beer in their- spitting beer in someone's face. I mean, I've done some crazy shit, but I've never. Maybe you know what? I think at some point I should do that because you you know you haven't lived unless you've spit. Yeah, I don't even think it was malicious. I think it was like. I just think, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I was blacked out, so I don't know why I did it. But I don't think we were, like, in a fight or anything. I think it was, like, random. Like, I think she was like, wait, what just happened? But yeah, 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 yeah. Well, good. Well, I think, like, yeah, I mean, thank God we can check in with our anger and our emotions. That's, I think that's great. And you've grown so, it just, like, is so crazy how our stories are just, like, they line up so, we, like, really yeah. didn't count until late. And we were scared. Both of us yeah. were really scared. Um, yeah, I remember that so vividly. Wow. Okay, cool. Well, that's great. I can't believe we got to talk about you and an ex-girlfriend. It's so great. So uh, we have two ending segments that we're going to get you out of here with. And the first one, the first segment that we have um, is called... Brandon, bring up the slot. And now, time for horoscopes. Great. (laughs) So this is called horoscopes. This is where we will... Uh, see if you and Vivian were ever meant to be. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, we'll see if, like, maybe it should have worked out. So do you remember Vivian's sign? I believe she was a um, Libra. A Libra. Okay, and you're a Scorpio, as I know. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. The 31st of October, right? 
Mm-hmm. You're spooky. You're a little spooky man. I'm a little spooky bet. <laughs> so we're going to figure out if the Libra and Scorpio should have been together. And we go to the most reputable site to talk about horoscopes. And that is google.com. Yes. Um, so we'll just type in Brandon, type in Libra and Scorpio love compatibility. We'll see Vivian is the, was the one that got away. <laughs> was the fag hag that got away. oh let's see all right and we click on the first arrow always oh no actually it's just right there brandon you don't have to it says libra and scorpio have been called the relationship signs for their coupling capacity libra loves to be swept up in the breathless affair and scorpio has the urges to merge scorpio's intense gaze is iconic to libra who comes alive in the object of desire oh my gosh gay well it's all the writing was on the wall gaze gay there we are okay so good god google.com we get it okay you knew we were gay before we did okay <laughs> um that honestly is the most complicated one we've googled yet really? and it feels complicated it feels like it says it should have worked but like libras were more obsessed with you than you were with the libra yeah i think it i think it would have worked if i was straight is what it says i think i think that's what yeah the underling is like if this guy was straight <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the underling is, if scorpio is straight then they should they should probably work they should work. So a straight Scorpio and a Libra works, but we had a whole sexuality thing that we had to add to it. Um, and and now you're with a, a is the guy you're dating now a Libra? He's a Virgo. Oh, another great sign though. I bet Scorpio yeah. Virgos get along. Definitely, but both intense. Very intense. Yeah. 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 Wow. Like okay. Both, yeah, both kind of like, but like in a good way. In a good way. Yeah. Okay. Great. Thank you, Google.com. Thank you, Google. Um, lastly, we do one more segment, segment, and that is, yes, honey, yes. Yeah, three compliments for Morgan. Oh my, this is the easiest segment I've ever done in my entire career as someone who does segments. Um, easy. Okay, Morgan, for one, and I hate to leave with this, but. That's my personality. I'm gonna lead with it. Gorgeous girl. When I wow. came in here, when I saw this girl before me, like every time, every time I see you, I'm somehow shocked that you how gorgeous. That's oh. so one. Two incredible friends. Truly, no one ever been there for me as much as Morg has over the past eight years, and just really gets friendship and gets how to be there for someone, and that is incredible. And three, I would truly say, fucking crazy brain up there, hilariously funny. The things that, the way that she sees the world is so entertaining. And um, and I can't wait to, see, I always can't wait to see like what she's gonna kind of say or make. Oh, Pat, 
Son of a bitch. This is why uh, this segment really helps me be, be cool again. Uh, but I just want to say, thank, I feel. I mean, I feel the exact same way about you. I, you've been one of my best, closest friends. Like whether we're talking a lot or not, I'm always like, Pat, someone I can go to with literally anything. You are a fucking comedic genius. You know, I've always thought that about you. Mm-hmm. And um, and you're gorge, hun. Thank you for meeting with physical attributes. I think we all need to understand that that's really important. And I better yeah. fucking look like this forever. And <laughs> actually, why am I single, bitch? Come on. <laughs> it makes no sense for you to be single. But Thank also, you. yeah. Thank also, you. first time for everything. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Um, all right, Pat. Well, thank you so much. You've been thank wonderful. You. Best. Uh, I hope to see you very soon. Um, out of here. What's your social media? Where can we find you? And what are we doing right now that we can see in, babe? I literally thought you were saying, What's your social security number? And I was like, Ready to give it. Um, my social media is my Twitter is P O R E G A N, Porygan. Um, that's my Twitter and my Instagram is P A T R E E G S Pat Reeks. And what am I doing? Yeah. Right now I'm not doing a ton. I'm doing my, um, I'm doing my podcast seek treatment. Seek treatment is great. We love seek treatment. And then you're, uh, you have a comedy central clip out that people can check out. Yes. I do have that. You, I think I, I think the easiest way to find that is Comedy Central stand up like YouTube. Just YouTube. Google that right again. Great, great. So we'll follow you on all those things. You're so funny on Twitter. Oh my god. You are. I you know I go through such ebbs and flows. Like sometimes I feel like I can't stop tweeting, and sometimes I'm like I really haven't tweeted in about a month. So it's I so- know. I really wish you did more stories. If you want me to be honest. honest. I do story. I know. I used to do a lot. I'm not. I used to do a lot. Listen, no pressure, babe. No pressure. No, I'm just saying I love your content and I want more always. I appreciate that. Yeah. All right, Pat. I love you. We're going to check you out on all those things and I'll talk to you soon. I love you so much. Guys, that's it. That's another episode of Famously Dumped. We did it. Pat Regan. Ugh, God. I mean, the compliments at the end of the show, I'll tell you what, they're going to save my life and also feel very selfish when I actually listen to them. I think that is it. For this episode, it was so great to have you guys here. I hope you learned something. I certainly did. This was one where we really broke down sexuality. And we got to do it sometimes. Um, And Pat is the gayest one to talk to the gayest one of me. It really went well, I think, guys. Um, We'll see you next time. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Brandon, take us out with a song of your choice, my friend. Morgan, I've told you this a million times. We don't have the rights to... Famously dumped.